Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ashley, can you get us back on track, please? Okay, guys, we got, we have, we've got a lot to do, okay? And we don't have a lot of time. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. Sure, go ahead. Hello, Butterbeers. Welcome to Sports. The podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I'm Ashley Brayband. She's Katie. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. It's Brett from Atlanta, and I'm out on Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Uh, Go Patriots, maybe? Anyway, big fan. My question is, my friend Andrea is out with me. She's wearing chacos and uh, tights and a uh, purple parka. And and my question is, what do you do when your friend comes out with you for the evening and she's dressed like she was just going to make a run to Target and hope nobody sees her? <laughs> Love you, Celebrate Venus. her. I'm happy that I called and left you a voicemail. Oh, that was cute. Thank you, Brett. You're supposed to celebrate it. That's a great question. What are you doing? Uh, did he say she's wearing tacos and tights? Choco tacos. Cho- oh, is Choco that what he said? Tacos. She had on. I believe choc- he said chacos, which Choco tacos. Upon some googling, is her. a sandal. Our sandals. Okay. I feel like the style of dress, like you're trying to make a run to Target and hope nobody sees you, is how you can best describe my personal everyday style. Yeah. No, that's me everywhere I go. So I really I associate with Andrea here, and I feel like you should maybe get over it, Brett. I think I got I got a t- I got. Got a, a DM about this. No, I got a, tagged in, a, in an Instagram of this. I have a picture of the outfit of Andrea. Yeah. Oh, Andrea called back. What? Yeah, Andrea called, and we have a voicemail from the other side. Yes. Yeah, so she heard what was going on. And she had some words. Oh, so I love let me, that. Uh, Let's hear it, please. Let me drop that in here. Hi, Katie, Ashley, <laughs> and Jay. Uh, this is Andrea and. <laughs> My friend Brett just left you a voicemail spilling the tea on what I'm currently wearing, and I, I want to make some clarifications. They aren't, I don't tight. They are, they are leggings, and they're nice leggings. They're Under Armour leggings. Ooh. And it is a windbreaker I got from a Goodwill from the 90s, and I'm feeling it's real I'm, cute. I'm feeling very 90s. I'm wearing an Atlanta t-shirt too, and it's Super Bowl weekend here, so I'm just trying to rep. No, rep for my sure, city. for sure. But. I am a little underdressed for this time. And so my Who question cares? to you is name a time where you showed up to an event or a party underdressed and possibly in Chacos. <laughs> That's Chacos. What did you do? Chaco Tacos. I get it, Jay. Interact with that situation. Love you. Need it. Bye. All right, listen. I love that we're now in the middle of Andrea and Brett's situation. Here's the deal. I'm looking at the picture of this windbreaker. It's cute. It's like purple, green, and black in a way that only a 90s windbreaker could be mm. in, a, in those combination of colors. Uh, she also looks very confident, which is the number one rule about being underdressed wherever you are. That's right. You just got to own what you're wearing. Uh, I also have a picture of what Brett was wearing, and I think we could be a little critical about that. Is Brett team top button? It appears Ooh. as though he buttons his top button all the way up to the tippity top. Uh, <laughs> he's got on your typical uh, J. Crew men's uniform. It's just a, a probably purple or blue checkered button-up shirt we call that the bar taco uniform the blue and white checkered shirt the bar taco yeah it's a it's a restaurant in connecticut and i believe they have other locations too where all the waiters and waitresses wear some variation of a blue and white checkered is that shirt. similar to the choco taco of no, yes. separate choco tacos are famously chocolate covered okay no that's true um here's the other thing she asked uh she also said it's a vintage windbreaker which obviously makes it much more important mm-hmm. uh and to answer your question about a time that you were uh underdressed 
I never have worn chacos. I just eat them. Taco tacos. <laughs> um, but I've shown up somewhere overdressed. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, at the Super Bowl, not this year, but at past years, because Super Bowl parties are a weird thing. That's Sometimes, so funny because that's where I was going to say I was underdressed. There, see, there was a time where, like, some of them are red carpet, and, like you're getting your picture taken, and some of them are like. You're just going to a concert. And so you really never know what to wear, especially because a lot of times people are going from one to the next one. So mm. you're showing up overdressed, but you're it's because you're at another party. So like I went to a party one night last year with Mina and I got dressed in a dress I was very uncomfortable in. You looked like a smoke I show just felt uncomfortable. I didn't need to be that dressed up. And it I got to the, so good on but you, I though. didn't, I don't normally wear dresses and heels. And so when I got to the party and everybody else was in like jeans and looked cool, I was miserable because mm. I was just like I look like the girl that wanted to get this dressed up and I did not want to get this dressed up so I was super miserable the whole time so I would say it's always better to be underdressed because you look like you belong there and like it's such a little deal mm. to you that you don't even give a shit so I at I believe was it the night before or two nights before that you took me to that Justin Timberlake party? You looked great. I only packed work clothes for a work trip. I didn't realize I would be going anywhere and so I I've. I what had must like you think leggings? of me as a friend to think I wouldn't take you to parties? I just. I thought I was just going to go and work, <laughs> uh-huh. and that was it. Um, and I had like a a work dress and leggings and like sensible shoes. I wore jeans to that party. I know, but you were like the cool version of appropriately dressed. And my advice is throw on a leather jacket and drink a little extra. That's what we did. And then just don't like who gives. Don't- a sh- be the person that's like, oh, I didn't know it was this fancy. I didn't dress appropriately. Yeah, don't, don't talk about that. your clothes. Don't say that. That's the number one rule. Don't talk about your clothes. Yeah, just get the other person talking about no themselves. One else, and no one else is going to notice. I had somebody say to me the other day they were so worried about what they were going to wear to a Super Bowl party. We showed up. We partied. And then afterwards, I'm like, I didn't even notice what she was wearing. Because mm. I didn't even think about it. That's Because that's, no one's looking about. They're, they're thinking about themselves. No right. one's worried about you. That's so right. Brett. That was his name, right? Yeah, you don't have to say it with such venom. Though. So, Brett, <laughs> maybe chill and let your friend live her best life. Now, my main concern is it maybe it was a little cold in Atlanta for sandals. Do you think she had socks? On? I hope not. Oh! I'm on her side so far, <laughs> but if you're going out in socks, yeah, and sandal, I don't know. I'm. I still, you know what? Do if you, man? If they're vintage. Life is short. Vintage socks don't really do it for me. <laughs> life is short. Live your best life. Wear what makes you feel like a like a total boss. That's right. That's how I feel. Oh, I'm sorry. Am my, I talking too long on your podcast? You are. My favorite part, I think, of both of those pictures is that they both took a photo of the other person while they were on the phone. I love it. Leaving us a voicemail. That's really cute. And I think that should serve as inspiration to everybody that if you've got a question or you want to call, don't forget, you can always love us love us at 860-506-5571. Guys. We've got a great, great podcast for you today. I am so uncomfortable. What is going on? I did send a tweet. You were in on this. uh, Last week that we didn't have a pod and we were storing up the friendly banter for this week's pod. Uh So we have a lot to get to here in this friendly banter section. Why don't you just explain? I know you wanted to do this in pod business, but I think people are a little confused. Why don't you go ahead and explain why you're hosting the podcast today? As for official pod business, we can go no, a little out of no, order. We're it's gonna, fine. It's not just, it's part, of, it needs to be explained. So when I, this is the thing you would know if you hosted podcasts. <laughs> I was I just making people wait for it. I was, I was making people wait sure. for it. So last time we didn't have a pod, Katie was in Miami for Highly Questionable. At that time, Jeremy in Dallas suggested on Twitter that it was my chance to stage a podcast hosting coup and seize the means of production. Then Katie came back from Atlanta. We just take all these, we just listen to Jeremy sick. in Dallas. 
We just listen to what he has to say. Then Katie came back from Atlanta really sick. She's been on her deathbed all week. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I could be a good friend, take some of the heavy lifting off her shoulders, go along with Jeremy and Dallas's suggestion because we value all of our listeners. Uh-huh. And like, really, this week, what were you going to do? Starve the sports fans of another <laughs> pod? God, no. 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 So I stepped up. I decided I'm going to be the host of this podcast. Slip Katie some Tylenol with coding. Put out some content. Boom. Here we are. So that's what so friendly banter time now. So that's what's happening. <laughs> Is that okay with you if we do the friendly banter now? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I would to love th- to do the friendly banter now because we have a lot to cover. We do. Your birthday happened. I you thought we w- talked about that already. No, we talked about uh, the show surprise because that happened Wednesday. Oh, you guys, Ashley surprised me again. She sure did. She. We went. Remember? Did we say on here that Austin had his birthday party on Saturday, mm-hmm. the Saturday of my birthday, in um. Everybody came, like a bunch of the shows came to that. It was in the afternoon. And then I, Ashley was like, oh, I need help bringing stuff upstairs. And I brought everything upstairs with her. And then when I went back downstairs, my brother and my best friend, Hannah, there were everybody in the rest of the show staff. Everybody was downstairs and the party had turned into my party. And there was a cake made out of lights, which is great for me. <laughs> um, Shouts to Andrea. Or out of, just bleep the type of beer I said. Just make it bleep light because they didn't pay for that and they don't deserve it. Yeah, they don't deserve <laughs> They that don't get free, to have that free advertisement. Free it was ad. made out of some type of a domestic beer. Yeah, you'll um, find out later. Sure, or they won't unless they pay for it. And um, <laughs> and it was really, really wonderful. I had the best birthday of, I think I've had in, and since I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese, which was when I was oh, wow. 20. So it's been a couple <laughs> years. Um, no, it was a really perfect birthday and it was, I felt really like special and loved. And then it wasn't even over when I got home. I found out I got, I had waiting for me a Nintendo Switch, which I've wanted for so long. I just keep forgetting to buy. Um, and so now I have one and man, it has made traveling really awesome. You did a lot of traveling. Good thing you had that Switch with yeah, you. Yeah, you could just play video games the whole time you're on the plane. That's incredible. It's amazing. Technology these days. And I'm looking around the plane like, guys, does everybody know about this? Cause it, why doesn't anybody have one? <laughs> it's so weird that no one else is in first... Well, I think in first class they were looking at me like, you're a child. Why are you playing video games? And to them I say... Off. Oh, Grandpa. Hey, there's no swearing on my podcast. What? <laughs> no cussing. This is going to be a real problem. <laughs> uh, no, people definitely looked at me like I was a child. But listen, playing video games good for listen, your soul. Mario... Y- He's not going to find those moon power moons on himself. Yeah. Odyssey. Odyssey, Ashley, for the last time. I don't know why so I have good. such a mental block with that so, one. Because it's not for adults. So after you first flew to Miami, you did some uh, some questions that were highly questionable there. Great. Ash. You may or may not have gotten duped. I did not get got. It and was, I, don't, I really yeah. don't want to bring this here. But I think if you looked at the footage, it's clear that I actually got Poppy. Because I pulled my hand back before he pulled his hand back, which means he got got. But he's you can't say that to his face because he's old. And you don't ever look good on TV being like, this old man's a liar. So instead, I just was like, I guess I got got. But then they, the show staff on Highly Questionable is just really evil. Oh. And they just only tweet out of the, all the stuff you did that day. All they tweet out is like, Katie got got. That's the only promo of my appearance there. So then I got mad. Then I was like, I didn't. Fucking get caught, Katie. Language. No, I didn't. I didn't fudge and get caught. Whatever. It. I didn't get caught, but I get it. I'll let Poppy have the victory, but I'm not giving it to the show staff. That's fair. Thank then you, you went to Atlanta. I did, and saw the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where the New England Patriots were victorious. They were, uh, which was great. Game was a little bit boring, but well, that's bit. fine. Um, how about that halftime show? Ooh. Halftime show is great. I mean, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I just wanted, my brain wanted to move on to something else. On oh. the way in, this was kind of crazy. On the way into the game, I saw two people that should never have been alone that were alone. Number one, I ran into Camille Kostek. Kostek? 
uh, it's Gronk's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. All by herself, walking the street, trying to get into the stadium. And I didn't want to be a weirdo, but I was like, hello, Camille? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm Katie Nolan, because she was like, you look familiar. And I'm like, I, no, I don't. I was like, I'm Katie Nolan. I work at ESPN. I know you auditioned uh, or something like that. Like, I've seen you before. Do you need help getting into the stadium? <laughs> She's like, yes. <laughs> and then I'm going through security, and I look to my right. And it's DeAndre Hopkins alone. And I went, nuke. And he looked over and I just waved like, hi, you're my favorite receiver in the NFL that isn't on my team. He was by himself. And then people were coming up to me and were like, who was that? I was like, you, you, you don't know who that is. You don't don't get get to know know. who that is, which is why I didn't scream DeAndre. I didn't want to be a dick. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. But I was just like, nuke. And he looked. It was great. Can can you tell the picture story? The picture. Oh, I... (laughs) So when I was trying to find help Camille find the way in, and I'm really good. Like I've told this before that when I'm drinking with my friends, I go mom mode. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the one who fixes stuff. And so I was like going up to security people and being like, listen, if somebody important were blah, 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 like where do they need to go? And when she wasn't listening, I'd be like, you need to get me to where this girl needs to go. This is a VVVIP. <laughs> so then I turned around and someone was like, oh, my God, Camille, can I take a picture with you? And the guy goes, Katie Nolan. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, will you take it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I would That's have rather so just funny. not been recognized. But he recognized me and then was like, please take this photo of me in this model. Oh. <laughs> so there's that. Anyway, uh, it seemed like in general, I don't know if it's because it's a new stadium or because maybe they hired people out for security. It was like not a lot of people knew where things were supposed to be and how they were supposed to go. Oh, man. Um, but shout out to the city of Atlanta. What a great place. I had a lot of fun there. Uh, L. Duncan was supposed to take me to a strip club. But I, I mean literally at the f- end of the fourth quarter as the game was coming to an end, I started to feel awful mm-hmm. and then got lost trying to leave the stadium so by the time I got home, I had what felt like bronchitis and strep throat at the same time. Yuck. It happened in a matter of hours. And I think, this is not probably how medicine works, but I think it's because for the last three years, Super Bowl has been the height of my season for my show. And then right after the Super Bowl, I get a bunch of weeks off. And so my thing has always been like, wait till the Super Bowl, and then you can just get really sick afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I, my body just was holding off on being sick. And as soon as the Super Bowl was over, I got sick. And then this year, we... Don't get a break after the Super Bowl. We have a lot more stuff to do. So yeah. uh, it's been a tough week. But. Oh, by the way, apologies. Um, the people who are in our audience, oh, this yeah. kind of bleeds into official pod and show business. We did a, a short show this week because Katie was basically rolled out of bed and crawled here and talked for as long as she could. Shout and, out to hair and makeup. And then crawled <laughs> back home. And I know there were some people in the audience that were um, – that listened to the pod and we didn't get a chance to say hi because we kind of sprinted out of there to get her home. I want to apologize for that. Please come back. Yeah, we'll, please we'll come talk back. To you I felt bad time. for the audience in general this week because we just did a couple jokes and then I was like, good night. Yeah. I mean, that's here's the thing. You did a show. You did your best. <laughs> you coughed away from the microphone, which is incredibly helpful. That's important. I know. But like it, people are allowed to have sick days. Oh, if I'm playing the role of you, should I just cough directly in the microphone? Yes. Okay. That's, now how, that's how you should do it. <laughs> are we done with friendly banter? Does, any, does anyone else? <laughs> I, have, one more thing? I have one more thing. Yeah. Uh, just a quick announcement that Manchester City are at the top of the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, The banter is to be friendly in nature. (laughs) It's a friendly... First of all. Second of all, you've played one more game than everybody else. That's true. So maybe instead of getting all high on your horse, you should just wait and see what we do tomorrow. We being Liverpool. Liverpool. We don't 
to do a podcast then, so I wanted right. to do that now. But no, so he knows what's going to happen is he's not going to be top of the table for long, so he's trying to talk about it top while of he the can. Table. I respect that. That's fine. It's, I cannot believe you guys lost to Crystal Palace. Is New that who you lost well, to? We, that was Newcastle. We lost to Newcastle. It wasn't great. And you're top of the table. No, that's the table. We, we've tied. Look, we tied the la- our last two matches. We should not have done that. We should have won them outright, and it was disappointing. But we're going to be fine. Everything's fine. It's going to yeah. be a fun run in. I'm yeah. not. I'm not worried about it, you guys. Thank you. Bobby's going to come through, and we'll be good. Do we have any official pod business other than Ashley's hosting today? That's pretty important. Pod That's business. pretty important. Uh, you're doing great so far. Thanks. All right. Official pod business. We're back. Yep. Yep. We're back. Good job, Jay. Thanks for that. That's <laughs> helpful. You, Just trying to be positive. Thanks, Jay. Today on the podcast, yep. drum rolls will be encouraged. That a girl. Yes. Smash just that table. That's, yep. That's, that's just table. That's, that's what Austin does when he wants Woo! more cheese. <laughs> he wants more cheese? Yeah. He just slaps <laughs> Same, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Six will be picked. We will discuss name changes, cockroaches, and the Pelicans' mind games. Then we will play a game of our own where we crown the king of Jock Jams Volume 1. Oh, Wait, so what? Hard. Jack James Volume 1. We're going to play a game. We're going to pick the best jam. That's going to be impossible. Well, good we're, we're going to do good it. Game. It's going to be good. Uh, and because I am a good friend. Oh, my God. And co-host. Oh, my God. I'm going to take this off your plate. You're going to do the ad reads. Yes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I have. You're never... going to do the ad reads. <laughs> you know what? And it's going to oh. be. I might be underdressed oh. at this party, but I'm going to. I'm going to. You should put on a leather jacket, jacket lady. Have an extra because drink. Because you're going to do the ad reads. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Keep going with the script. That was it. <laughs> no, no. And first up. <laughs> first up. One eight hundred flowers. Oh, this is pri- this is prime ad read copy time because Valentine's Day is coming right up. Yeah, guys, you should use one eight hundred flowers. Seriously. So, Katie, tell yeah. me how you want. Me to tell the people about 1-800-Flowers. Okay, so for the first one, mm-hmm. you're going to do 1-800-Flowers as Marcel the Shell. Okay, um, by now, most of us have started racking our brains about why Valentine's gift is truly special. <laughs> With 1-800-Flowers.com, it's really not that complicated. Roses from 1-800-Flowers, it's a no-brainer. And I have a big brain because I am Michelle. Right now, <laughs> when you order early, 1-800-Flowers has amazing deals on vibrant and romantic Valentine's rose bouquets, arrangements, and more, starting at just twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. There are so many unbelievable deals from 1-800-Flowers, but you have to hurry. You have to hurry. And I know that's hard when you're a shell, but I do have shoes so I can run to the phone and order my flowers. Just the other day. Getting a little sexual. There were a little. A little. Because of the whispering. She's out of breath. She's running. (laughs) Roses from 1. It would be my pleasure. It would be my pleasure. Roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and amazement. Gorgeous Valentine's bouquets and arrangements starting at $29.99 is an amazing deal, but it won't last long. Bouquet prices will be going up soon, so take advantage today. Pick your delivery date. I recommend Wait, before for Valentine's end? Day. Sorry, for the end? <laughs> Sorry. Because there's two, there's two paragraphs left. Can you just do um, Homestar Runner? 
Homestar Rhino. Pick your delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. When it comes to Valentine's, I don't settle for anything less than 1-800-Flowers.com. To order Valentine's bouquets, arrangements, and more. Starting at $29.99, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon and enter code NOLAN. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com. Code NOLAN. Yay! Yay! That's so good. Your Homestar Runner is stronger was, than your Marcel, and I thought it was the other way around no, before we started. Marcel's hard to do for like a, an extended. I period. think it's also because Marcel speaks in a very specific way that ad copy is not written in. You know, it's what? less an accent, more of like a. It would be my pleasure. I like the way she pleasure. says things. One day we'll get to a point where we can write our own ad copy to our, well, our we personations. I think we're already there. We're just—it's <laughs> taken a long. We can target it. it. Takes a long time. It sure does. That was great. That was a that ad read is brought to you by the internet. That, those are two very. If you don't know the internet, you have no idea what either of those voices <laughs> for, are. For real, go look it up though. If you don't know what Homestar Home Runner, Star Runner, Runner. Homestar Runner, Strong Bad, Strong Bad. She has tried to make me Emails. do Strong Bad <laughs> and her do Homestar Runner, but I was like, I can't do Strong Bad for an entire ad read. I mean, <laughs> we can alternate Homestar Strong Bad just for the record. That's one eight hundred flowers dot com. <laughs> One eight hundred flowers sent you flowers to your desk while you were gone. And <laughs> How were they? They're very pretty. I bet. Did you take them home like I told you to? Um, I, uh, Andrea took them home. Oh, because my dogs would probably eat them. What? They're flowers. <laughs> yes, my dogs eat crayons. What kind of flowers were they? Uh, they were pink roses. They're oh, that's very nice. Yeah. It's a little, a little intimate. They smelled but... really nice. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to just like keep one in my desk drawer to my, just you know my mom's. Mm-hmm. It up. My mm-hmm. mom's mom's side of the family owned a funeral home when I was growing up, and so um, I don't. The smell of flowers just always makes me think of death, which is super morbid. But like, I can't do lilies. I hate the smell of lilies. Oh, lilies are like my favorite. lilies are in every bouquet that goes to a funeral home. So mm. lilies just smell like death to me. So if anybody has lilies, specifically <laughs> the the orange like Asiatic ones, no, the calla lilies, those are my favorite. Yeah, send me the orange like the ones that look just like Asiatic. Wild. Is that what they're called? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Probably but that's not. how you spell it. Ashitic. Ashley, can you get us back on track? Okay, guys, we we have we've got a lot to do. Okay, and we don't have a lot of time, so we're gonna pick six. (laughs) The first story. That's right. Pick up. Pick those six. What? We're talking about the Pelicans and the Lakers drama. Yeah. Quick recap. Yeah. The Pelicans floated the idea of trading Anthony Davis. Barely. The Lakers won him. The Lakers won him bad. And they kind of let everybody know just how bad by offering like every single young person on their team. You can have our whole team. You can have my mom. You just take everything except LeBron and we'll be good. And (laughs) it kind of got like when those when those rumors get floated, you really think about your value to an organization. It got in people's heads. They lost a bunch of games in a row. And then Wednesday, Rachel Nichols tweeted this conspiracy theory that she asked Windhorst ESPN if the Pels ever intended to seriously engage with LA and Anthony Davis or if all the talks and leaks were instead designed to sabotage the young Lakers as revenge for what New Orleans sees as tampering. And he said, it's not just possible, it's what happened. Which is a super ballsy thing for Windhorst to say on television. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like if he already knew that information, why didn't he just say it? Uh, But it's a great question by Rachel that kind of put him in a position where he had to say that. Yeah. This whole situation has been really interesting because like – uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron share an agent. That's a known thing. And Anthony Davis wants to go to the Lakers. That's also a known thing. Uh, and the Pelicans at first were like, we're not interested in hearing anything 
regarding the Lakers, just like I believe the Spurs did with Kawhi. Didn't they do a no LA? They did like a no LA mm-hmm. thing where they like were not interested in hearing anything from the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And so it was starting out that way. And then they were ignoring the Lakers phone calls, literally weren't calling them back. And then they did. Uh, and then they, you know, got that crazy offer. And it just feels like the Pelicans are really gunning for the petty crown. Mm. Before all this, when it was noted that he wanted a trade, when he first came out and said he wanted a trade, uh, they cut him out of the video that they play during their games. <laughs> I didn't know that. And when asked about it, you would think that the team would just be like, mm, "Oops, oversight. no, that didn't happen. You're reading into it too much." Instead, they said. We did it so the fans wouldn't boo. Oh. Meaning they assumed the fans would boo just because Anthony Davis said he wanted a trade, which maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have. But it's weird that the Pelicans went out of their way to mark, like change their marketing materials mm-hmm. to keep fans from booing when the Pelicans have how many fans? That's six or seven. I yeah. Think. So yeah. it was just a strange, it's a very strange, I never really thought about that organization. And now I'm like, Thinking about the Pelicans. So what are you thinking about it? Do you like that no, kind of like... I don't know. Mental warfare? No, and it's tough because, you know, my brain's not at 100% right now because I'm That's in like right. a drug fog. Mm-hmm. But I just keep coming back to this idea of like we get really mad when the player gets to say where he wants to go. And I know that because of the established way of doing things, that's not how it works. But when you say that in plain English, it sounds like, why are we mad? Why shouldn't a player be able to decide where they go? Mm -hmm. Why is it always up to the teams? The teams can literally trade you in a game. Didn't that happen this week? Yeah, Harrison Barnes got traded (laughs) mid-game. We'll talk about that soon. And it's like, why are we so comfortable with the teams deciding? But when a player's like, yeah, I'm going to... But then on the other hand, it's like, no, that is collusion. You can't have an agent just decide to form a team and then like pave the way by... Mm-hmm. Getting everybody out of the so I see both sides and I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm in on the franchise versus franchise like sabotage. Yeah, it's like, super fun. It, I think it's like they can't really trash talk. You know, like they can't get in your mind the yeah. way athletes can do to each other. And like this is their version of being like, look, nobody likes you. They don't love you. You need to go. But it is weird what's considered tampering and what isn't. Like I don't think an owner. Like, I, I don't know. It just feels like when he said I, Andy Davis got fined for tampering when he said he wanted to trade, correct? Yeah, the yeah. tampering rules doesn't are so doesn't seem confusing. like tampering just to say you wanted it to be traded. It's really confusing. But, I mean, it should be interesting to see how he – I will say, I will say, if the Pelicans are really anti-trading with the Lakers, this does open up the possibility for what I was hoping and I'm still kind of praying will happen, which is that the Celtics make an offer for Anthony Davis – in the off season, Anthony Davis comes to Boston. Kyrie signs another year, and we have both Kyrie and Anthony Davis. You know what? I think I think I Boston wouldn't be deserves mad at that. that. Yeah, you know, they, they need that kind now. of thing to fall their way. Every sport <laughs> is different, <laughs> folks. You know Celtics haven't the won in a while, yeah, so we are Celtics, allowed you know. to still. Okay, the you're Celtics right. have won because this decade. <laughs> you're right because we've won. I'm supposed to just not care. Yeah, I hope the Celtics suck, <laughs> and I hope somebody else gets Anthony Davis because, as a true fan, you should just never want to win because you've already won too much next talk speaking of wanting to win no wait isn't that my job now no oh, you go ahead yeah speaking of wanting to win brain fog patrick mahomes wow. a video just surfaced that's really good jay guys let's focus we have a lot to get through just get to the point okay Ash. patrick mahomes played in a pickup basketball game he played very well video came out on twitter he was playing in kansas city and almost immediately the chiefs 
were like, no, 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 no. That needs to stop. They're- the kingdom can be assured. That's <laughs> Brett Veach, the GM, went on a radio station and said he like immediately called Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' agent after watching the video. And as Katie mentioned, quote, the kingdom can be assured. No more basketball for Pat. We were able to nip that in the bud. Apparently, they think he's too competitive and they don't want him breaking any ankles, whether his or someone else's. Well, no, I bet they wouldn't mind if he broke anybody else's. But first of all, it was an incredible video. Second of all, the fact that it was such an incredible video, I'm not saying it helped Pat Mahomes in any way. We already knew he was an amazing athlete, but it just kind of adds to your understanding of him as a person. It's like this kid knows his body, knows the limits of his body, like knows what he can and can't do, and then just kind of freestyles within the limits that he knows that he has. And it's in, it's incredible. It's electric to watch. It's why he's so great to watch when he plays football. And it was just as interesting to watch when he played basketball. And I hate this story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I want more videos of that. I want to see what he's like when he's jet skiing. I want to see what he's like <laughs> when he plays like table tennis i want to see him make every boring sport exciting because i think that he could do that i understand you want to protect your assets but at the same time when we're living in a world where kyler murray says that he's going to go to the combine like we should be interested in athletes ability to be athletic outside of their own sport he could step off of the curb you know when he's getting his nose pierced on long island on um and 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 end up breaking his ankle like you know i know it's a very specific example that has happened to some people me um you can get you got your nose pierced i was getting it pierced and i I fell but then i also i did get it pierced but it's now it just looks like i have a gigantic hole in my face i did not i had my nose pierced for a long time i didn't know that you didn't Mm -mm. when i uh interviewed at fox they were like you're gonna lose that right and i was like guess so i guess so sure oh it's like my first day anywho uh point is (laughs) get your nose pierced (laughs) no you can get in long Island. you can get hurt doing anything yeah like why not let him do like you can't restrict your stars man they're gonna start to resent you i think if you think about it in a way we kind of (laughs) predicted this when we were ranking qb's dunking and we Uh, uh, jay that's a reach well, but it's fine. It's a good reach. It's just a reach. It's a, it's we a, didn't predict it. Why are you being silent? It makes me sound yeah. meaner. <laughs> there are so examples specifically of athletes getting injured, playing pickup basketball, notably Terrell Suggs, even though he was doing conditioning sure, drills, sure. according to him. People watched him well, tear his Achilles playing basketball. Well, and also, who was it that uh, John Wall, like he fell down the stairs or whatever, quote unquote, that could easily have been doing anything else. I've seen ballers. I know that you get hurt (laughs) not doing football stuff and then you lie and say that you were like fell. I know that you were really on an ATV. Also, it's like, that's a great way to stay in shape in the off season. And uh, of all the people who should be safe playing basketball and not getting hurt would be an athlete. Like they know how to knock it. And it's not like it's, it was like a it was a pickup game. A Kansas City gym. It's yeah. not like it was ultra competitive all-star game. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next story. Number three. On Wednesday. We- that was the transition? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. What- speaking of story number three. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of the third story. <laughs> speaking of three stories. On Wednesday, we got this beautiful tweet from Luke Bonner. Shout out to Luke Bonner. He's my friend. And when I saw you guys put this in the rundown, I was like, Lukey Bonner has follows? Lukey Bonner? <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw I it because Matt Bonner... Bonner uh, commented. Shout out Big Brick. I love them. Oh, okay. Big Brick Productions. It's their production company. Shout out Big Brick. 
Brick, wow, wow, Ashley. <laughs> wow. Nope. It's Big Brick, brick and please watch your language on my podcast. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this was this tweet. Just remembered that once upon a time when the Knicks were courting my brother in free agency. His brother is Matt Bonner. They sent a DVD to my parents' house featuring fake Sopranos and Seinfeld scenes where the cast talked about the Knicks' greatness. Tony Soprano even said Matt Bonner's <laughs> name, LMFAO. Yeah, LMFAO is important. Um, so minor detail, but parents' house is really funny. Yeah. I know, so Matt Bonner never saw it. He didn't know it happened. And he was like, can we go find that in their basement, please? That's really wonderful. I hope they didn't get rid of it. So is this, um, I just want to be clear. They, so the, the Knicks paid Tony Soprano or what's his face? May mm-hmm. he rest in peace. Um, Jerry the Seinfeld? most peace. No, <laughs> the guy who played Tony Soprano, Dick, he's dead. Yes. James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. You knew that. We talked about that the other day, I thought. Did we? Yeah, because, oh, maybe she didn't know because she said he wasn't that great. And I was like. She did. She did have a hot take. I'm like, why are you being mean about James Gandolfini? I was like, did you ever see The Drop? And then everybody laughed. But I did like that movie. Yeah, the Um, one with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. The rom-com. I genuinely don't remember this conversation. (laughs) When was this? I don't know. It was either a week ago or seven months ago. (laughs) I don't have any sense of time. Since we started the show. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But. So we they think, had James Gandolfini like reshoot scenes. I it is unclear. That is the most information that we have is from that tweet. My understanding is that they got the cast to talk about <laughs> the Knicks and say how great they were. I don't. I know it's it got to be like in a fake scene, fake scenes where the yeah. cast talked about their greatness. But I didn't know if it was like they just dubbed over and were like that Matt Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> needs to pay What's up the or get deal the with yeah. Matt Bonner. Like I think I don't I can't tell if they just dubbed over or if they cuz that's got to be expensive to get Seinfeld well, and James Gandolfini. Maybe they just, you know, they really want to support the Knicks and so they did it as good Samaritans. Is there a show or a cast that like if you saw it would oh, be the would most be... successful at like recruiting you? Oh god. Um I mean my first thought was the challenge. Really? <laughs> I think it would be I keep Welcome I've, back by the way. Yeah, I've I haven't watched it, so don't say anything. Oh, okay. Um, God, you need to watch it. I haven't I've started having dreams that I'm auditioning for the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Since you started taking on this cold medicine? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit before, but they've gotten more interesting since the night well, that's for sure. Uh Oh man, I should have a I I'll come up with a better answer, but what's yours? The good place. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I said that first, but I immediately take it back. Okay. And I want it to be um, Parks and Rec. Mm. The cast yeah. of that hundred percent would work on you. You yeah. love that show. I love that, about show. that show all the mm-hmm. time. But Good Place also great. What show do I talk about all the time? The Challenge. No. What do I watch all the time? <laughs> What's my favorite show? Who am I? Where are we? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Jay, do you have an answer? Uh, I think. Broad City would be a pretty oh, easy Oh, Broad City's a great answer. Yeah. I would just, I would die. They're so smart and funny. I just know in my head there's an answer to this question that I'm not thinking of. Okay. We'll table it. We'll come back to it. I bet we forget. Thinking, speaking of things you're not going to go back speaking to. Speaking of them. <laughs> Talking about the fourth question. There is a zoo in El Paso <laughs> that will name a cockroach after your ex and then feed it to a meerkat. On Valentine's yes. Day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Live on yes. camera. Yes. Yes. Live on camera. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 
So you give a donation. They name a cockroach after your How ex. How much? I, I think it's... Could be a thousand. I'm still yes. <laughs> Can't have everybody getting a cockroach. It's got to be... It's got to weed people out a little there's bit. Really no, there's really no price on these eternal and timeless gifts, as they say. Eternal and... T- oh, you can do it at the Bronx Zoo, too? Oh, wow. Guys. I don't think the meerkat eats them at the Bronx Zoo. Oh. They just become friends? Uh... No, so there's some more. So upon some research, there's more zoos who are doing this okay. promotion. Yeah, and uh, the Hem- Hemsley Conservation Center in Kent, England, okay. will name a cockroach after your ex, as well as the. No, I don't want the cockroach. I want the cockroach to be named after my ex, and then immediately right. die. So I think that's El Paso, and I want to watch the death. That's that an El Paso specialty. El Paso. If you ask me if I'd ever want to see a video of a meerkat eating a cockroach, I'd be like, absolutely not. Ew. This is the- now. I'm like, I need to see it now. I need to see it, and I need to see it <laughs> they yesterday. They should set up. Like like a live stream so you can just watch all of the cockroach exes be I just want to watch mine. I'd be so entertained. That's what it is. It says you can feed it live on camera. It is a live stream. Yeah, I think that if you pay for it, they'll... Sorry, I just mean everybody's. It is. They're probably just like, now we're going to feed, you know... Oh, John I, assumed, I assumed they would be like, here's your video. Oh, that takes way too much. No, live on camera. So I imagine it's just a live stream of like... I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little more digging. What if the meerkat's not hungry? Oh, that's what would happen to me. I'd pay all that money. I'd get the cockroach, and I'd be like, "Time to eat Dan," and the thing would be like, "I'm good. I'm I'm actually gonna take a nap." You know what though? That's great. That's like that's mental oh, it's warfare. Like, yeah, against yeah, yeah. It's like, cockroach. oh, go ahead, sit there, sweat it out. Yeah. You're gonna get eaten someday. Exactly. Then you just have to wait. He'd find for a way it. out. He'd find. He always does. Cockroaches He'd find a way to survive. sneak out, and he would that's survive, and he would just come infest my apartment and then there'd be thousands of them because you know what they say when you see one there's hundreds in the walls ex-boyfriends not yeah, cockroaches so ex-boyfriends ex-boyfriends. Yeah. all over the place you see one there's hundreds <laughs> that is what they always say what my grandpa always said <laughs> cool we should all do that next story next story speaking of the next story okay this is this one's a little heavier oh a, wait how many a, do we have so far uh this is five this is a fifth yeah this one's a little bit. This one's a little bit heavier Sorry of a about topic. All the coughs, Jay. So let's uh, <laughs> let's really oh, focus on this one. Okay. Let's really focus on this one. Sorry. So, in the Lakers' forty-two point loss to the Pacers, which was Tuesday, mm. the internet was a buzz. I know. The internet was a buzz when LeBron was sitting at the end of the bench, and there was like a bunch of seats between him and his nearest teammate. Um. To be noted, LeBron always sits in that spot, and it was a blowout loss. So, like the Lakers emptied their bench, and that's probably why there was such a big space between him Feels and everybody like you're else. Explaining, just get to I, the point. The point is, uh, Jason Whitlock had a very hot take. What about what? Jason Whitlock? This situation. What? I'm just going to read the quote from him. Please do. Upbringing and capability explain us all. That's why LeBron James is no mystery. He's an only child. And an extremely talented one. Mm-hmm. Those two facts explain the current dysfunctional state of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, okay. Those two <laughs> facts explain why James sat at the end of the bench last night alone, all caps, during a 42-point loss to the depleted Pacers. Mm-hmm. Those two facts explain why chaos and upheaval follow James from organization to organization. Those two facts separate James from Jordan. Oh, he's got a rhythm he likes to fall in. He sure does. If you need it to be more clear, he's basically saying... Like a lot of only children, LeBron is a high achiever, selfish, mature beyond his years, mm-hmm. desperate for positive affirmation, independent, sensitive, stubborn when he's wrong, and a creative thinker. Okay. I.e., the reason that there's drama in the Lakers locker room right now is because LeBron James is an only child. Okay. Here's my follow-up question. Hold on. He said something about Tom Brady too, right? He I was think- saying that 
basically like Tom Brady, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan weren't only children. Tom Brady acts more like an only child in the in the sense of the stereotype than LeBron does. Also, let me just say, um, he says that this is my take. Some only children or the way we think of only children stereotypically is that they like need attention or like want to be praised all the time. Mm -hmm. I have since met adult only children that are the opposite of that because they've only ever been doted upon by their parents. They're annoyed and want to get away from it. Really? They are so off when they cough like uh, their parents will be like, are you okay? Is everything okay? What do you need? Can we get you to a doctor? So now they've like recalibrated the pendulum has swung the other way where like when they cough they don't want to talk about whether or not they're sick they're not going to take care of themselves they just want you to like leave them alone because they've spent their childhood being doted upon wow so i know that that we like to think that like i think when they're children yes only children are spoiled Mm -hmm. i think in adulthood you kind of um becoming an adult is taking what was what you were raised with and then sort of realizing it in the real world and i think a lot of people that were raised as only children don't stay like bratty and spoiled because they were always spoiled they're sort of reactionary mature into adults that don't need that because they had it their whole beginning of their life whereas if you never got any attention you become an adult that needs attention all the time because you were starved of it as a child Mm -hmm. so i think that his take is like profoundly backwards interesting Mm. i think when you're a child yes that's a, the correct analysis of an only child. But I think when they're an adult, they're not hungry for attention. They, they're full. They're like that meerkat <laughs> with cockroaches. They don't need any more. Uh, they're all done. So I think that's a, a backwards take. But, you know, it's Jason Whitlock. Must be, you know, his one take I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What was your follow-up question? It's, we don't need to get into it now. I really don't know if I should have a second kid. Uh, Why don't we need was, to get into it? That I feels was, like we could get into I it. I was going to ask, like, you know, the only children are really this messed up. Like, does that mean I have to have another child? Because that's a lot. Only you know? children are only as messed up as their parents force them to be. Mm. That's a lot of pressure. I like every child. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. First time parents, no one knows what they're doing. Don't ever have a second kid just to make your first kid not an asshole. I think that's a pretty good reason. Counterpoint. <laughs> kid. Counterpoint. My parents uh, had my brother. He was super easy. And they were like, I think... We should have another one. Then they had me and they were like, tie me up. No more. <laughs> While you're in there, shut it down. Every light it on procedure. fire. We're never having another because I was, a, I, I was a monster. Language. But no. I was a monster. But look at where we are now. <laughs> yeah. Bet they're glad they had me. Yeah, that's true. So maybe your second kid will become. That's, I was a second kid. You I'd know? like to see you have a daughter. Uh, Just well, from like selfish I, reasons. I can't pick. I'd like to dress her up. <laughs> well, you know what? Whatever. Um, look. I just want to have. I want to have a little girl in your life. Yeah. Okay. She wants you to Hannah have a little had. Girl. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that was perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah, we got that. There was no confusion. <laughs> Hannah had a boy, and you had a boy, and I love them both so much. But mm. I'd love a little girl in my life. So if one of you could hurry the fuck up, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, that last story. Uh, last story. Last story. Speaking about six stories. Speaking about <laughs> name and babies. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a that's a really, really kind of what we were speaking about. Speaking about changes, Zach Britton wants to be Zach Britton now. What? What do you mean? What? His name was spelled Zach. Z a c h. He would like to go by his legal name of Zach with a K instead of what he called his stage name Zach. 
and he would like everyone to continue to breathe normally. So what a nice thought. What does this mean? <laughs> the Orioles selected him in the third round of the draft in 2006. Yeah, that's not important. They spelled his name Zach. with an H. Yeah. Zach, as they say. <laughs> they don't. He's been listed in media guides as Zach. Since then, and he would like to go back to Zach yeah. with a K. On now. his, e- the funny thing is, even on his uh, birth certificate, he's Z A C K A R Y, and I think you can be Z A C K, and even if your full name is Zachary, you some still people spell still spell with a K. With a yeah. K but his is actually never spelled with an H. Yeah, they just made that mistake. Uh, I just want to know what the fuck took him so long to correct them. <laughs> He it's went a like, long it's, time. It's a there, situation. Yeah, there's a there's a history of athletes not wanting to like make a big fuss about their names. Look, which I don't get. But. I used to laugh uh, about Giancarlo Stanton now being Giancarlo when he went by Mike, and I realize now um, that it's because for so long he was going by Giancarlo and no one could pronounce it, and then he went to Mike, then he got real good, and then now he changed it back because he's like, now you're gonna. Can respect me. Yeah, You're gonna say my in. name properly. That's right. It's Giancarlo. Don't mess it up. And like that's kind of a stunt that I love. I made fun of him for a long time for it because I'm like, you don't just get to pick and choose. But then I'm like, no, I get it. That's like when you go to your high school reunion and you're like, yeah, no, I'm gonna be here even though you're all dicks to me. And now you've got to go through security because I'm here. So that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, but didn't the one that's the most interesting to me? Well, there's BJ Upton, which stood for. Bossman Jr. Yes. And then he switched back because his dad's name was Melvin, but they called him Bossman. So he went by Bossman Jr. Then he switched back to Melvin, but now he's back to BJ? Yeah, he's back to BJ. Okay. <laughs> Insane. I think he said his wife preferred it. Yeah. Oh, that's then that's a smart choice. Yeah. And then there was Kendris Morales. Remember when he was, they were, they put his name without the S right. for a bunch of years. And then he was like, by the way, it's Kendris. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh. But I don't remember us calling him Kendry. I don't either. But we must have. Somebody did. But it's just, how many years do you have to go? I can totally relate to that, though, because when someone calls me the wrong name, I nod and smile for, like, a long time. I guess, but, like, not professionally. Uh, I don't know. I get uncomfortable. I get very uncomfortable correcting people's names. Especially if you're, like, in the draft and, like, the scout's like, isn't that right, Kendry? And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Is Kendris. Like, you're not going to say anything. Because there have been a number of times that people recently, like the Wall Street Journal, calls you Katie Nelson instead of Katie Nolan. And I was livid. (laughs) It's different. I mean, when you're having a conversation with somebody, I get a little upset. Okay. Like, the other day I heard uh, our security guy, our nighttime security guy, correct the, um, the nighttime woman who cleans the office. I never know what the nice thing to call somebody that does that is without being disrespectful. She cleans her office. She's wonderful. I love her. Her name's Bahia. So that's what I call her. Uh, she He corrected her because she called him Carlos. And he goes, you know, it's not Carlos, right? It's Carlo. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Just let her call He's you like, Carlos. Elevator. Just let her call you Carlos. <laughs> I got so uncomfortable. I hate it. Uh, but it's not even involving me. I don't like it. So everybody, get your names right. Get other people's names right. That's the moral of the story. Here. Yeah, call people by their names. That's right. You know what we're going to do right now? Drama roll. Roll a drum. We're going to roll all the drums, and we're going to talk about Southern Comfort. Oh, we're going to tell you how to talk about Southern yes, Comfort? Yes, please. I would like you to do... You know what? There was one that I had a lot of trouble with that you were pretty good at, Um and then I was like, well, you'll see when you have to do it. It's going to be hard. So we're going to have you talk about Southern Comfort as a pirate. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. 
everybody. When I say New Orleans, what's the first thing that comes to mind? It's pretty good. Music oh pouring out of every bar, back street, and alleyway. Incredible Aye. food. Aye. How about Mardi Gras or Bourbon Street? Was anybody thinking Southern Comfort? No. You should be. Aye. Because it's the only spirit that captures that easy drink and mix with anything vibe that defines New Orleans. <laughs> Keep going! Where there's a party on every street and a bottle of Southern Comfort on every bar. It's a little Irish. Southern, it's an Irish pirate. Okay. Yeah. An Irish. He's pirate. <laughs> He's pirate! That was better, Jay. Southern Comfort was born there, made from a legendary 1874 recipe for a smooth drink and bold-tasting whiskey-forward flavor that's as big and easy as the city itself, which makes Southern Comfort the perfect call for a New Orleans night, whether you are in a cocktail mood or you just want it on the rocks. It's all good. Because just like New Orleans, Southern Comfort doesn't judge. Southern Comfort, the spirit of New Orleans. Arrgh! Ash, you did so good. That's kind of fun. Do you understand now why I make weird faces when I do it? No, my face was perfectly Oh, normal. I filmed it. It, <laughs> oh, was. it was so good. <laughs> All right, it is almost time for our Jock Jams game, which I am so excited I'm for. I'm not excited. But first, we have something crucially important to get to. Katie Nolan, Jay Wolf Cohen. It is time for the Bachelor, Bachelor Update. Jay, don't. Oh, Jay, that was disrespectful. Can you just let the theme song play? Sorry, I got excited. Just let the theme. Bachelor Update. Hi, I'm Ashley Braben here. With your bachelor update. Hi. Guys, this was a huge week for okay. me. Well, it's two weeks, technically. Uh, but we'll just recap this last week. Yes. Okay. It was just most... Here's what you need to know. It's the most important thing. I now have two front runners in the game. Hannah home G was... Homestall front runners. Hannah G was like my leading candidate. She looks great. They've made it hot and heavy a bunch, which is cool. cool. However, Cassie... The speech pathologist mm-hmm. had a one-on-one in this most recent episode, okay. and they went essentially to sand in the middle of the ocean. They were calling a private <laughs> island. Really, there was nothing else but sand. So all they did was make out the entire time. Well, what else are you going to do? We got a lot of conversations with the lady testants um, back at the house saying like- Lady oh, testants? Yeah, they're the lady contestants. Okay. Um, so the contestants? The lady testants. Um, <laughs> asking them about like- what they thought about Cassie and by far their reaction was like Colton's different around her you can oh. tell he really likes her cool, cool. they had this really not awkward at all um experience where he brought her back to his bed and they oh. were in the bed fully oh. clothed we just hot hot going eat hot and heavy I clothed the door open and it was just like one of those like in middle school well, cameras were there so yeah. it's like does it matter if the door's open no that's know. what i'm saying it's like door open at your parents house and you're like we're not doing anything but it's like you're do- you're trying you're, to you're do some stuff you're doing stuff <laughs> i feel like if it was a fantasy suite situation it was like one of those i feel like i've known you for so long i'm so comfortable around it you sound like, like a oh, fantasy guys. suite s-w-e-e-t like oh that was sweet that was we just sweet. snuggled yeah so i'm i'm feeling really really good you're really invested i forget the names of the women that i picked (laughs) Uh, she's like guys feeling good i'm like which one's mine (laughs) you have kaylin sure you have demi yeah uh 
there wasn't it wasn't a huge episode for either of them Fine. really which it's is okay. good for Caitlyn everyone's got to have off she weeks. had a big one two weeks ago um oh she when she came wasn't she didn't she come out and talk about a sexual assault she did good for her brave strong how come you aren't saying nice things about Caitlyn uh I literally just wow would you not support her <laughs> just, wow just I support it. women said she had a real strong I guess you episode. just see them as lady testants lady testants Demi was quite clever this week when they went is. on a like survival date and yeah. they had to like go for it. They said bring back food and drink. And so she uh, gathered up her buddies and they went back to the house and got like burgers and Smart. champagne. Smart. Everyone else was eating bugs and she's like, I'm drinking champagne, bitch. It was really great. Good. Love that. I liked that a lot. Strong. Uh, Heather, who is one of Jay's candidates, yeah. was the never been kissed one. Okay. She's she, been kissed. She has been kissed. Wait, uh, did he kiss her or you're saying she lied? Uh, no, 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 no. He kissed her. Oh, good. Like on the beach under fireworks. The wow. Whole thing. That's setting the bar yeah. real high. Not great. Magical. Not great. It was not uh, a good idea. It was <laughs> quite a first kiss for Heather. So she's she's actually looking pretty good. Who's your other? You have Hannah. Hannah B. B, the other. She is crazy. Oh, yeah. She's. My goodness. <laughs> I have two other people still, don't you I? You have Katie, who is. Fine. She's fine. Great. She's not getting any airtime. Doesn't matter. Which isn't great. She's a silent, silent but deadly. And then I think, I think <laughs> she's you, a fart. Had somebody, fart. you had somebody go. I don't remember. I don't remember either. She but, you she, but I loved her. Go. Wait. Where'd she go? <laughs> she go. Was it Sarah? No. Probably. <laughs> Michelle? It was Geller. Okay. <laughs> so how many does everybody have left? That's the you only one of these updates. three. Okay. Jay still has two. Yeah. Ashley has two. But if we were like, the two. Yeah, I know. You think yours is a stronger two than mine's his two. Mine's a strong two. We get it. You've got the strongest two, but got, I've got I got fart in there, and she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna clear the room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh boy! That okay, was that was a little loud, but it's okay. Right. It's your podcast. You do what you That's want. My pod. We get all the squeals that we want, guys. Time for the game. It is time to play. Wait, you can't do that yet. Also, that's way too much of that song. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> that's about as much as you can play. That's as much as I'll play. Okay. Guys, I'm, I'm gonna take back hosting for two seconds. Ashley came up with a game. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's gonna end in bloodshed. No one's gonna like the way it goes. Oh. But go ahead, Ashley. Tell everybody about Great. your Let's fucking game. Let's <laughs> watch your language and set our friends up for success with that intro. It is time to play the Elimination Chamber. No. I know I stole that name from the WWE. That's fine. We Jay still doesn't like it. Everybody's nope, it's all. great. Listen, <laughs> we played this game before. For Super we didn't Bowl half call it shows. that. Yeah. Right. We took a list of shows. We eliminated performances one, one by, by one, one until we were left w- with, with one standing. One And that's the standing winner. Standing atop them all. So the Grammys are on Sunday. We wanted to do something music related and yeah. we decided what sports and music. Jock Jams. So we're going to put Jock Jams Volume 1 through the Elimination Chamber. And I'm not kidding. This is the worst idea we've ever had because you may forget Every song on Jock Jams Volume 1 is an absolute fire banger. There are 20 listed tracks, but five of them are like Michael Buffer. and the like ready to rumble. That's right. So they're like the really short, like 15, 17 So we eliminated already the only ones that are easy to eliminate. (laughs) I am going to fly through a list of the 15 songs in contention. It's Get Ready for This, also known as Y'all Ready for This. Whoop, there it is. Strike it up. Tootsie Roll. Come Baby Come, It Takes Two, Gonna Make You Sweat, a.k.a. Everybody Dance Now, Hip Hop Hooray, Pump Up the Volume, The Power, Unbelievable, YMCA, Pump Up the Jam, Twilight Zone, and Rock and Roll Part 2, which is like, na, 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 na. No, that's not. Bum, 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 yeah. da, na, da, na, na, na. That one. 
Hey, you suck. Yeah. We'll call it Nana Hey. Sure. I we so won't call it anything. Those are the 15 songs. Got it. Because this is my podcast. What? I'm going to go first. Huh? Then Katie, you will go next. Thanks. And Jay, you will go third. We will eliminate songs until we find the best. This is, jam. I I want to leave. Well. Don't leave. That would make my heart sad. Yeah. So oh. first elimination. Yeah. YMCA. That's yeah, the easy get one. Get out YMCA. Get out of here. That's the only easy one. And, and for second, I'm going to eliminate the only other easy one, Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter, because Gary Glitter is a bad, bad man, and we're not celebrating that song any longer. It's a good song. Doesn't matter. Unless we can get somebody famous to record it and never ask him for the rights to it, it's it's dead. That song's dead. Okay. Gotta get over it. Jay? He's a bad I'm person. I'm gonna eliminate Twilight Zone. <laughs> what? Because there's another two unlimited <laughs> song on here that's Twilight better. <laughs> and you played like two seconds of Twilight Zone, people who don't know. Okay, that's enough. We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you eliminate that song. What a great open that is. Um, yeah, but compared to the rest of the list, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't stand. That's up. tough. That's an early. Or that's early. All right, now I'm already screwed. <laughs> I know this actually. This actually just got very hard. Um, I'm gonna go with the power. Out. What? Jay, what? Jay, Jay, give the people a little sample. I'm going. Oh, it's another really good intro. <laughs> <laughs> So here's here's my issue with the power, the power is that that little section we just heard it's just that over it's and over and it's over. Getting, it's getting kind of heavy. It's getting it's getting it's so good though. Yeah, but it's too yeah, it's really a little too that hectic was, for me. You okay, know, so um, to, to cut that one. Okay, I am going to get rid of "Unbelievable" by EMF. What? Oh, good because good choice, good that choice. song lives on the Coyote Ugly soundtrack, not Jock Jams. It is not a. It's not the. Peak Jock Jam. It is. It peaked during Coyote Ugly. Mm, great film, by the way. M- amazing film. That's yeah. unbelievable to me that you would cut that so oh, early. What a great joke, Jay. I'm <laughs> glad you told it. Your turn. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I hate. I really hate this. I'm, I'm gonna kill you. I, I'm cutting. <laughs> it. I'm, I'm gonna murder you. I, I'm cutting. It takes two. What? <laughs> Wait. What? It's over. It's gone. It takes two. Is out. Compared to what the are you these, talking about? Yeah, it's out. I can think of three I'd lose before I lost that. That's in my contender to win. Well, it's not anymore because it's gone. Can you at least play some of it? It's <laughs> going. Really awkward silence. I want to rock right now. I'm rock bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock a microphone. Okay. Wow. That was That is one of my favorite songs of all time. Seriously? Yes. Oh boy. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. Um, Are you out of your mind? Uh, I, I just have to play the game. That's not how you play the game. I'm here to play the game. Uh, Can I steal you for a second? You're here for the wrong reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get rid of Strike It Up. What? Mm, oh, Also a good one, but it's, I wouldn't get that offended. Uh, strike it's, It but Up? But it's so good, I, I just feel like it's, again, the same thing as The Power, where it's just Strike It Up, like over and over and over and over and over again. The intro. Oh my god! You, I, I get fired up every song, time. Song. Yeah. Did you not mean to cut this one? Because this is the best. Jay, you can't play that much. Jay, what are you <laughs> doing? You're I gonna just... get us fired. No, we're good. We're good. He's falling good. asleep we're, on the button. We're good. We're good. Don't tell anyone. Nobody I think tell you're anyone. Think, I think you're thinking. No, of a it's like song. No, I'm not. Okay. Jam, 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 strike it up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, yeah, but it's not really it's not one. as good as the other ones that are still on I there. I feel mean crossing it out. Um, I do too. Let's really quick, I'm going to jump in and recap what's left. What's left. Yeah. Get ready for this slash y'all ready for this. Whoop, yeah. there it is. Tootsie Roll. Come Baby Come. Everybody Dance Now. Hip Hop Hooray. And pump up the oh pump up the volume and pump up the jam. That's right, yeah. and I'm gonna lose pump up the volume. Yeah, what? Because that's if right. we're pumping that's, anything up, it's the jam. It's the jam. You the can't jam have two pump ups. Uh, you can't have two pump ups. It's fine. And but. pump up the jam is the better. So let's say goodbye to pump up the volume. Goodbye. Oh, they all have good intros. Wait, get, can you get to the? God damn it, Jay! Can you just play the the song part? Because the intros are all really good. Yeah, you couldn't really sing along with this one, but you sure could. Shake Dance those shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually feel really strongly about that pick. That was That's a good a pick good, by me. Good. That's a good pick. Uh, this is good pick. Good pick this good is pick. really hard. Katie's definitely going to kill me after this. No, 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 baby, no. Okay. <laughs> no, baby, no, baby, baby, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. You know it. You're going to Jay. It's gone. Jay. 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 No. Get out. No. Have you listened to the beginning of that song? That song is dynamic. Where are you going? Okay, not this part. <laughs> That's the beginning of the song. That's the beginning of the music video. <laughs> no, Jay, no. There are too many other songs that are too similar. You can't get rid of that. Play the I intro to this song. It changes like five times. Got rid of it. That song is... No. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about the executive override. This song is ruining it. I cannot believe. That's swing. It's gone. I can't. It is how he says it. Um, I. Hey, your taste in music is just. Sorry, these aren't all by Vampire Weekend, okay? Hey, I am not packed up. Sorry, this isn't all, a easy. whole album of uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I do like Arctic Monkeys. It's fair. <laughs> Part of me just wants to be a little bit vindictive right now. Oh no! Oh no! If you do, don't yeah, you get rid of what he loves. You do it. Do, do it. This. Kill what he loves. Eat don't the cockroach. You do Eat this. It. Whoop, there it is. No! Hey! Whoop! There it goes, mother. There it is not. No! I can't believe you got rid of coming. Tag come. team back again. <laughs> just kidding. They are off the list. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Complain so the whole song. Complain the whole song. God damn it! You can't. I just Jay, we're gonna clear. get sued. I just want to be clear. I didn't yeah, want Steve to do Rowe. that. I did it in retaliation. No, that's fair. You had to do what you had to do. Jay, stop! <laughs> it's the best song. We're gonna get yelled at. God. God, I don't even feel good about that. Ashley. I know. I didn't want to do it there. I did it because you hurt me and I needed to retaliate. God. Now we're now we're at a standstill. This, this is impossible. We should do another recap. I what also Okay, so okay. what we have left, we have y'all ready for this? That one. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got uh Tootsie Roll. Oh. If you don't know how it goes. Cotton candy. Swedish roll. Tootsie roll. I don't know, but you bet It ain't butterfly. It's Tootsie roll. A brand new dance. What are you? You're not doing it right. Jay's ruining everything. I still didn't cross off Come Baby Come. It's still on my sheet. I know. Okay, so we have, y'all ready for this? Tootsie roll. Everybody dance now. Hip hop hooray. Ho. And pump up the jam. Pump it up. Yeah. Pump it up. Yo, pump it. So here's the problem. One of these is not like the others, and it's Hip Hop Hooray. I know. You're and right. I, and this I is don't, the right take. I don't want to get rid of Hip Hop Hooray because I love Naughty by Nature, but it's not because I hate you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's because it doesn't fit with the Jock Jams thing. You're right. 
That's the right. Take. I don't think of when I think of this song, I think of it on its own. I don't think of Jock Jams. Yeah, you're right. So I'm gonna get rid of Hip Hop Ray. I'm very sorry. Oh, oh it's so good. Out for Music was so much better before. <laughs> this is how you know you're old. Jay, that is significantly more than the there. amount of seconds we, we said. The then you should have queued it up to the right part. But, buddy, we can't play entire songs. <laughs> buddy, we're going to lose our our podcast. Ashley's brand new podcast. Lose. I know. It's going to get canceled. It's going to die. On first in episode. I don't like it. Dive. All right, Jay, you're up. I don't want to do it. Well, you already the whole thing up anyway. Language. He did, Mom. <laughs> You're not wrong. He did what he she did. did. She did it first. I can't believe I can't. I don't. I can't. The two choose. I wanted to give it to are There's now. There's nothing are gone. I can choose. I, Jay, you ruined it. So just keep you did. ruining you started, it. You started. Keep lighting it on fire. I hate that I'm doing this. I hate. We that I'm everyone doing this. already hates what you're I, doing. I hate that I'm doing this. I'm killing the Tootsie Roll. You're no, out of your mind. That's you're okay. out of your mind. It's the '69 boys with a Z. Jay, you have to respect them. Like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I wish you could hear dancing because it is loud in here. I'm killing it. Yeah, 1994. It. So, this is what's gonna happen. You and I Should are going to go have a drink and just do it ourselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll be able to say that, hey, Tootsie the, Roll, come As long as come. the drink is NyQuil, I'm in. <laughs> like, he just got rid of Tootsie You roll. are uninvited to this party. I, you can't uninvite me. I'm already here. No, you're, you're not invited. But, Can you but, play a little bit of Get Ready for This for me? Yeah. Ugh. No, like, it's the most Jock Jams, Jock Jams song. That doesn't mean it's the best Jock yeah. Jams song. She's right. Is it dynamic enough? Is my question. And then give me a little bit of everybody dance now. Okay. This I like. I I don't just like any list, of these. We're just these reviewing three. these last. You don't like any of them? No. I know they aren't the winners. But no. Jay, this you designed the game. I, I know. Told you it was a I bad idea. Have invited Jay, and I shouldn't have eliminated. Yeah, I don't think we invited uh, Deep. Oh no, we did, and we he did. messed it up then too. Well, technically I did. Oh no, yeah, you got rid of Prince. I got rid of Monster. Prince. <laughs> uh, okay, and then give me some pump up the jam. Thanks, Jay. For nothing. I, I'm also not crossing off Tootsie Roll, so. This, okay, I mean, yeah, that's the one, I think. It's the one. Well, does Jay get another pick No, Jay him? doesn't. Okay, it's just great. you and me. It's down to you and me. Um, Jay, stop. I'm Thank done. You. It's gone. God damn. Okay, I'm going to get rid of y'all, y'all ready, ready for, for this. this. Yep, well, it's get ready for this, but yeah. Yeah, sorry. Get ready for this. And a big reason of this we haven't talked about is because I think when that starts i think of the michael buffer remix that's like a compilation which of is on all, two which i believe is on volume two and it's like a compilation of a bunch of the ones from volume one is it on two or did it just come out after on the radio that's a really good question i don't know if it I exists don't know. <laughs> but i know what you're talking about yeah so but when you were doing it at your desk it yeah. sounded like i was my brain was like shorting because you just kept going from one song to the next and i was like oh what yeah you'd also just thrown back a couple a couple Gulpfuls of Nyquil. So. It was Dayquil. Okay, Sorry, day I'm not quill. irresponsible. My it's bad. not yet the night time. Okay, it's still the daytime. Okay, so and I'm have... going to get rid of everybody dance now, and we're going to give it to Pump Up the Jam because Jay, under protest because Jay ruins everything. This is I don't feel good about this. It should have come down to. I mean, that, 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 that was the rightful winner. No, it's not. On the floor it is not. Make my that day. was the rightful winner. Oh, uh, no, it's not. The rightful winner was either uh, Come Baby Come yep. or uh, It Takes Two or... There's no way It Takes Two was the winner. I'd say, I I say the top I four would be It Takes Two, Come Baby Come, Tootsie Roll, and Whoop, There It Is. And then well, maybe... You killed Whoop, There It Is. I, I, it because she hated you. hurt me. Yeah, you killed you, Twilight Zone way too early. I, there, I didn't have another choice. What? You are the 
worse. Guys, I can't I can't <laughs> I tell you that this that this was a good successful game. I know there are a lot of hurt feelings. There's a lot of emotion running strong right now. None of us will make eye contact with the other. So I think we just got to put it to bed for now. We can maybe revisit it later. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But for now, this game is has been eliminated. <laughs> that was the elimination. That was chamber. good. Ashley, we, we've got time <laughs> yes. for one more voicemail. Do we? I think we I do. I think we do. But before that, we got to do one more ad read. Yeah, this podcast is also... You, oh. Yeah. And I think... I think we do it. You know what, Ash? I want to... By Seek Geek right now. I'm Katie Nolan and I came to get down. Wow. Let's collaborate on the rightful winner, oh. what should have been the winner of Jock Jams. You're going to start it from the intro intro? All right. I'll do the girl part, even though it pains me, and you you get to do Rob Bass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for your ears. We're going to have a blast. <laughs> Getting tickets online can be far too complicated. With hundreds of sites and varying levels of reliability. <laughs> it's hard to know who to trust. That was a good little ad lib. And that's why SeatGeek's the way to go. Hit it! SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place you can easily find them. You can find a <laughs> price for you're willing to pay. There's nothing quite like being there in person and SeatGeek will get you close to the God! To the action for a great value. Designed to make your ticket buying experience even ever. Search for multiple tickets, grand air ticket based on value. I can't do this. SeatGeek helps you immediately identify the best. Seats fit your budget. Plus every purchase is fully guaranteed. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek. You can shop for them with confidence. Hey! Make your go-to ticket toss for everything. Uh. From sports and concerts to comedy and theater. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Hit it! I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've known. I shot four tickets. Go, 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 go! Get SeatGeek, get SeatGeek. Use SeatGeek to buy some tickets. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> off the rails. Best of all, my listeners get $10 off the first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code NOLAN today. That's promo code NOLAN for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. This is... Uh, I'm on a rock right now. I'm amazing. At it. You should never have eliminated I've it. I've got SeatGeek app on my phone. It's You're the going easiest way that I've known. I'm just trying to give them a little extra because we butchered so much of that. We. Uh, well... I think we did. That this, it was hard. <laughs> it was not my best. Next time, give me like Shakira. I do a great I Shakira. She actually does do a great Shakira. We should have done that instead. We'll do it next, next time. Man. All right. Oh boy, we should have done that. Jay, instead. can we get one more voicemail, please? You may. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. I'm Xander from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm currently uh, a freshman in high school. Oh. And I'm doing an argumentative presentation project on whether or not we should pay college athletes. I'm really interested to see what you guys think as people who work in the sports industry you know whether we should pay college athletes or we shouldn't. Thanks for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Well, Xander, thanks for calling. Should we pay college athletes? Yes. 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 Okay, that's <laughs> it for the sports podcast. Uh, excuse me. Oh, you want to do it? Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it for this week's You're edition of it. sports. Nailing it. Shout out to, what was the first one? 1-800-Flowers. What was, oh, our Southern Comfort. And Ziggy Gak for my phone. It's by far the easiest <laughs> nope. way that I've known. Nope. And big thanks to you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Really, really. Honestly, Ashley's first day. This was my first, my first pod, and it was really hard, and people don't give Katie enough credit. Oh. So I think it would help um, <laughs> me and my ego if you played it a couple times. How many? Like, 
play it now, and then when you get home, right, play it again. Okay, and then get one of those little like speakers so that when you get in the shower, you can hit play and mm. you can play it while you're in the shower. You want them to buy one of those? Um, yeah, I think okay. so. I think that would really help me feel good about myself. Well, that's what it's about. Um, and then you know when you leave. You can play it through the speaker for like your dog or your cat so they can listen to it. All in all, I think a nice like eight's my favorite number. Like, oh, only eight times would be cool. there, but I don't want to get greedy, but like eight would be really nice. Right. Or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. which we read. We love them. This one in particular from Temple Run that says, remember that game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved Temple Run. This <laughs> podcast is, in fact, a digital audio file that narrates athletic-related news stories through audible frequencies. Jay, what is this bit? What is this bit? Have <sighs> we started a bit where everybody just reviews it by saying exactly what it is? And lastly, don't forget, you can always compliment us in the reviews. <laughs> Co- like, actual compliments don't in the forget, reviews. Don't forget, you can always compliment us. Or you can write nice things about what you particularly enjoy about our show. Alternatively, you could leave up a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> At 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Katie. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you, mean it. No! You can't do that! <laughs> Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24/7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/nolan to save on home security today. simplysafe.com/nolan